we find based on the stats we have roughly 94% of the time, the very first text message they get about that noise issue will squash the party entirely. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at Vintory. Let's get real for a second about growing property inventory. It can be really challenging, complicated, and sometimes even expensive, right? Well, now we have a tool to help make this the least stressful and most profitable process possible. That's right. Growing your rental management company can be accomplished faster with the support of Vintory. We're talking a total property portfolio overhaul in just a matter of months. That's because Vintory is the first and only sales and marketing platform of its kind. Think about how you want your property portfolio to grow and what your main business goals are, and then experience for yourself how Vintory can help propel you there. Sign up now at vintory.com slash str and get a copy of Brooke's best-selling book from zero to 500 properties in five years absolutely free. Plus, you get a $50 Amazon gift card when you book a full demo today. Don't wait. Go to vintory.com slash str. Thanks for listening. And now it's time to get into the podcast. What's going on, STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani. What's up, B? My brother, so good to see you. As always, man, life is good. We had our seven-figure boardroom call earlier, which always fires me up. It's just awesome to just be around like-minded people. And it kind of reminds me of back in the day when we had our own little like mastermind and like our pod. You know, it's kind of like the same kind of feeling. But things are exciting, man. We got a call from uh, a client that is looking to get off of Evolve. And we were talking about this in the seven-figure call. They were doing management for them at like 12, 12% or something. And, and so one of their first objections, which I was expecting already was like, will you match their management fee? And I'm just like, am I, instead of saying absolutely not, what I told them was like, how happy have you been with the discounted service you've received so far? Because mm. if you want a discounted experience, you can stay with Evolve or go to Vacaza or go to another one of those places, or you can come to us, we'll charge you a little bit more but it's not going to be a discounted experience for you or your guests. Yeah, 100%. Like I said on that call, you can pick, you got good, fast, and cheap. You can pick two, right? So you have to not cheap. But there's a lot of stuff like that is going to be coming down the pipeline. So if you're looking to grow your management business or your co-hosting business, really start putting yourself out there, really start going to more networking meetings and really becoming a point, a point of interest, a person of interest mm -hmm. um, in your market. Because people are going to be calling people and be like, what do I do? Occupancy is not what it used to be. I'm not making as much money as I used to be or whatever. So just start already working that angle because I'm seeing a lot of things are going to start kind of shaking up, especially for us looking to grow management and co-hosts. Yeah, especially as, and again, I don't want to go super political today, but as the economy continues to adjust and interest rates keep going up, Travel demands will shift. Some of the properties that maybe haven't been kept up as well or haven't been designed as well or haven't been managed as well, their performance is going to start to dwindle a little bit. And then there's opportunities for you know professional operators like these listeners here to go out there and take on some more management clients. So it's all about how you present yourself and how you differentiate yourself. So yeah, that's good, man. So 
Yeah, hundred percent. We got our term sheet back, finalizing the PNS with the term sheet on Monday, and then we're moving forward with that uh, large hotel deal up near me, just outside of Boston. So really excited about that. Should close that in December. So getting getting ready. Yeah, you're ready. I always find I'll close these big deals right at the end of the year, right? And I feel like we talked about that last year. Like yeah. push, push heavy in that fourth quarter, man, because yeah. everybody else is already mentally checked out. Yeah. I mean, after Thanksgiving, right? It's it's really, it's really up for the taking. And I mean, we we grew a lot last year. And even when we started investing out of state uh with John in Missouri, we were killing it. Exactly. Like we were in Missouri like two days before New Year's. There was nobody there. And we were just picking up deals left and right. So again. It all depends on what you want. I like to go into the new year kind of with a ramp. Mm-hmm. I don't like slowing down at the end of the year. You know, I'd rather slow down after like, you know, January, February. Yep. Keep the momentum going. Push through. Yeah, so. exactly. Sweet, man. Well, uh, I'm excited for today's guest. Uh, I know he's going to add a lot of value. So today we have Nathan Smith, aka Nate Smith. We're going to go with Nate today. <laughs> and... uh Nate is a U.S. account executive over at Minute. A lot of the listeners are probably familiar with Minute. Uh, Minute, they are a sensor that monitors noise, occupancy, motion, and temperature in rental properties that help hosts prevent parties, enhance the guest experience, and protect their homes without sacrificing guest privacy. Uh, They've got some powerful automations and integrations, and Minute empowers hosts and property managers to grow their businesses while operating them. So, Nate, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Good to yeah, be on. Absolutely. And uh, E, before you jumped on, I was telling Nate, I was like, wow, I am super psyched because he has a legit microphone. So our audio is going to be super clean. And, and I seen that too. Are you going to break out? That's it, right? Yeah, that's the secret. Perks of being a, a musician. The minute song. The minute yeah, theme song. absolutely. I'm going to bust out the minute theme song. <laughs> and then we're going to monitor the noise level. So exactly. <laughs> um, so Nate, why don't you just kind of walk us back and like, how did you get in this industry and kind of how did you end up with Minute and then we can go from there? Sure. Yeah. Personally, I actually started my career in the technology space. So in in networking and security, uh, attended the University of Arkansas, which is actually where I'm calling you from now is Northwest Arkansas. And then I actually worked there at the university and led a team of web and application developers. So totally technology side and then made a shift uh, a little under 10 years ago to the sales side of technology, specifically SaaS sales. And found myself working for some companies in mostly outside of the US actually. So like in Australia, Uruguay, um, lived in Guatemala for a couple of years. And then um, back to San Fran for a U.S. company. And now, for those of you who don't know, working for Minute, who's based in Sweden. Um, so, yeah, been in, in the sales side of SaaS for quite a while. But this is my first foray into short-term rental space. I didn't know they were based in Sweden. Yeah, I mean, they, they are, are yeah. yeah. Yeah, founded in Sweden. And then we have an office in London as well. Our CEO, Nils, is is there a lot of the time in London, actually. So kind of dual locations. And then uh, the rest of our team is all remote. Nice. That's cool, man. So I guess for the listeners, let's just kind of unpack, you know, what is Minute and kind of just break that down because it definitely serves a huge need in the space. And probably one of the the biggest hesitations that new hosts have from getting into this is like, what if somebody has a party and destroys my house, right? Like that was always like the biggest like obstacle to get people over. Yeah, absolutely. You, you did a good job of sort of summarizing it in the beginning um, so I'll just expand a tiny bit. But as you mentioned, we are a noise monitoring 
tool. But apart from that, I usually call us a monitoring and automation tool. So we do monitor for noise, occupancy, temperature, humidity. We can do things like alarm recognition, glass break recognition, some things like that. And then we have an automation side to us, both in the fact that we integrate with a lot of PMSs out there to help you automate some communication to guests when there are those noise events. And then we can also send out some automated messages before, during, and after the guests stay uh, just just to communicate with them a bit as well. That's super cool, man. So I don't want to go like too deep down the rabbit hole, but there's there's some noise detection providers out there, different devices. So it sounds like Minute does a lot more than just the noise stuff. So why don't we like break that down on how you guys kind of differentiate yourself from some of the other noise monitoring platforms out there? Sure. Yeah, there there are a few players in the space, and we're always the first ones to say that we we would never bash them or try to say you know how much better we are than them. I think everyone has a, a niche that they're really good at, and some of them solve a great problem. I do think we tend to be the most full featured in terms of not just bringing noise monitoring, but bringing some of those other features as well. And then a few things that probably differentiate us from ones that you might have tried in the past would be that we do have a, a battery built into the device so you can charge it once and then leave it on the ceiling or wall or wherever you place it for around a year before you need to recharge it again. You can still leave it plugged in if you prefer, like some of the others out there, uh, but at least you have that option. That's a, that's a key one. And then from a connectivity standpoint, I think we tend to do a good job against other noise monitoring tools, so not only staying connected, but then reconnecting. And then our device will hold data for up to 48 hours. So if there is an issue with your own service uh, at the unit, we'll keep that data for 48 hours and push it to the cloud whenever you get reconnected. That's cool. One random question to put you on the spot. From the battery level standpoint in the app, can you see what the battery level is to know yeah. when you change it? Yeah. Absolutely. And and not only that, but we'll send you an alert when it starts to get low. So uh, we won't just wait until it's dead. So we'll let you know a little bit ahead of time so that you can get over there and, and get it charged. Or maybe you have your cleaning, cleaning crew do that. A lot of people use that option. Maybe once yeah. a month or something, they'll just have them plug it in or something so they never have to worry about charging it. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, actually, you leverage the cleaners to do that. My team monitors, you know, the keypad locks, the batteries for everything, the cameras, all that stuff. And then it's just like, keeping it on a cycle. So yeah. Sorry, yeah, I interrupted you, buddy. No, nah, no worries. Um I just we just put one in, in in the property. Actually we we connected doing the Miami, Miami conference. I had to walk out and take a call. And I was like, hey, you should come on the show. Uh this thing is awesome. So can you expand on some of the automation? Because I know I've already got to benefit from some of them. But what are some of the automations? Kind of walk us through through that and how they can help host kind of maximize their their time. Sure. So we integrate with quite a few property management systems, as I mentioned. So one of the key automations would be we'll pull in the phone number that you've got for that guest from your property management system and the dates that they're going to be checking in and checking out. And we can help you automate some uh, prior to check-in messages, which you get to edit when that comes out, if you want it to be sent a day before, a week before, or whatever works for you and your property. We'll send out a, a pre-stay message. We can send one you know, 15 minutes after they check in or something, just giving them details like the Wi-Fi information again to have it handy. Um, maybe one right before they check out, just reminding them of the rules. And then after they've checked out to, to remind them to leave a review, that sort of thing. So that's sort of the preemptive, you know, automation that you can set up once and then it'll run for that property in perpetuity. 
And then in terms of the noise monitoring, similarly, we'll, we'll pull in the data from the PMS. And then if there is a noise event, we can automate a message to them via text or we can call them as well so that you're not even having to worry about that. And the cool thing about that is we find, based on the stats we have, roughly 94% of the time, the very first text message they get about that noise issue will squash the party entirely. So they're probably not intending to be overly loud, especially, uh, you know, Mike, I think you mentioned it a while back, having like a bachelor party, they're getting a little loud or a bachelorette party. There's, they don't intend to do any harm. It's not really a big deal, but they are being too loud. They're the first ones to quiet down after just one single text message. So if that's automated, your job's already done. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You mentioned something about it monitors the occupancy. How does that work? Because I think yeah. there's one piece, like you said, about just people just being loud. Like they're on vacation, they're doing like they're just they tend to get loud. Maybe they're playing some drinking games or whatever. Right. But then it's a different story if there's a lot of people in there that probably aren't supposed to be. Right. Absolutely. And those are usually the ones that do cause the damage. Right. We hear facts and figures about average cost of damage, which from our research would be about $1,300 per per party or per instance is sort of the average damage level. That's coming from those types of parties that are large groups of people. The intention is definitely to party. And so our occupancy works by detecting Bluetooth devices in close proximity to the device. And we have a threshold there set. So let's say that the property holds four people. We run an algorithm based on how many expected devices each person would have. So we'll set that number for you. And then let's say the number is eight or, or 10. If, if the number rises above that threshold, we'll alert you. If it's one or two above the threshold, you know it's probably just a, a tech-minded person. But if you see 30, 40 devices in a, in a home or property that should have eight or 10, <laughs> you know you can reach out before, maybe before the party even starts, before you get a noise alert. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's super cool because again, like, the number of people sometimes, even without necessarily being a party, if it's, if it's a bunch of unregistered guests, just the wear and tear can be a lot worse. And then in a crowd, they always drinking crowds, usually not a good kind of recipe. One of the things that I loved about it, it was the fact when you were talking on the phone, you're like, yeah, it tracks the temperature, which again, in Florida for, for me as a, as a host is important because then that means that I can see if my AC is good or malfunctioning before I guess kind of checks it, which is something, one of the things that like, I think that's very useful if you live in a hot place, like, okay, let's check temperature. Is that all good? But it also has a way of calculating that level of like moisture in the air. Mm -hmm. Humidity. Yep. Does that mean it has a nose? Like, is there a nose in like inside the minute? Like, can it, can it smell other things? That's a really good question. He I know, like I know you didn't take somebody's nose and put it in there. Like I, I, I'm not that tech savvy, but I understand that aspect of it. Yeah. But like, how does it smell? I am at liberty to say there isn't a human nose that I can definitely okay. reveal. I'm not quite at liberty to say what we can and and can't potentially detect in the future. But I'll just say, we definitely have our ear to the ground when it comes to common issues that hosts have in properties. We know that there are definitely things that you can smell when you walk in that can cause damage to a property. And of course, we're constantly looking to improve our product and add new functionality. So you're definitely on to something with some cool potential uh, future features. Nothing that I can necessarily give specifics on just yet, but I would say uh, stay tuned on some of that.
Okay. I mean, that, that sounds reassuring to me. I was going to say, so you guys can read through the lines on that. We'll stay politically correct, everything, <laughs> and PR compliant with all the folks over at, at Minute. But yeah, one of the things I was going to touch on was, from my standpoint, it, it's very important to kind of have a trifecta for maintaining access over your property. So anytime I'm going to take on a property, whether it's my own or a managed property, these three things are non-negotiable. One of them is the Wi-Fi enabled locks that we can control access or revoke access at any point. The second is a security camera system. And then the third is a noise monitoring system. So in the case of automating, hey, there's too many devices, then my team can go cross-check the cameras to see how many people actually went in. Do not put cameras in the properties. I know there may be some newer folks that listen and I see Facebook groups talking about, yeah, I put them like, absolutely do not put cameras in the property. That's a massive violation of privacy. But if you have a noise monitoring and an occupancy monitoring type of device in there, and then you can cross-check that on who's actually going in and out of the property, that's all that you need. You've got eyes and ears on that property all the time. And again, yeah, absolutely. once you automate all those messages to go out, I think in the thousands of reservations that I've had, I don't know if I've ever had to actually have somebody go over there and kick people out. I never have. I don't think I have. Oh, years in And I, we may have had to have some frank discussions on the phone to threaten to do that, but I don't think we've done it. And like Nate said, 98% of those messages, you can just watch the noise level go down. And then they typically send you a text like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like we were just having fun or whatever. It won't happen. Exactly. Again, right. Like most people are good people. Like, they're just having a good time and they're not paying attention to how loud they're getting on a vacation. Like it yeah, is absolutely. Oh, we've probably they just people. might be they might just be Italian or I was gonna say they might just be a lot of Italians. Who like, knows? Like my wife, like my little cousin has been living with us now and one like Tasha ended up getting a pair of like noise canceling headphones. And she's like, Cause I honestly I don't know why you guys talk so loud. It's just me and my cousin and we're just talking and then all of a sudden Tasha's like are you guys yelling over something that I can't hear? We're like, no, we're just, we just Italian. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not a thing. And also there is a feature that is super cool that in case it goes after a certain level, you can make the device also beep and flash, right? Which Correct. is super cool. So in case, because a lot of the time people, like what has happened to me is a lot of the time people are like, they don't see the two warning messages because their phone was inside or they weren't paying attention, right? But all of a sudden when this thing starts beeping and flashing, you're like, you'll grab your phone just to send us a message being like, hey, your smoke detector is going off. Because it also <laughs> looks very clean, like as a very Swedish kind of design to it. It looks very elegant and very clean. And it looks almost like a smoke detector, especially yeah. I have on the ceilings and they look like smoke detectors. Like you can't really, really tell. Are you guys seeing, because I think honestly what Mike was talking about, it's how we're going to start getting short-term rental legalized in more and more places. Because I think that should be the basic technology stack that any county requires for, um, like, hosts. Are you guys seeing more of a government, like, local regulation kind of pushes to, like, require you guys to be involved in registrations or regulations? Or what do you see that the kind of, like, economy cycle going from that perspective? We do see that from time to time, people coming to us because their local government has mandated some sort of noise ordinance. I think even more than that, we probably see governments institute some sort of strike policy that some of you probably face, right? Where you have, you get one strike or you get three strikes mm -hmm. and then we'll revoke your license to have a short-term rental. And then people obviously 
uh, need to use this in cases like that so that they can can deal with the issue before police get involved. But more than that, I think we try to be in advocate communities and a part of organizations that come and bring that sort of responsibility before the government does, because I'm sure some of your listeners have faced that situation where once the government, local government comes in to enact certain laws, they can be a little too stringent, too too um, intense. Whereas I think we can all agree a certain level of regulation is great. And we want to be responsible hosts and we want to work with other responsible hosts in the same city. Uh, so if we can get in before that and show that there are responsible hosts here in this particular area, um, a lot of times government is, is more willing to listen and and see that we are making a good effort. 100%. And also, it's just kind of like a CYA, because this hasn't happened to me personally, but um, actually, no, I stand corrected. It happened to me once about six months ago, where a neighbor was messaging me saying that the guests were making a lot of noise. And then I pulled up my noise monitoring system and I was like, no, they're not. <laughs> Like, no, they're yeah. not. They're just trying to like stoke a fire. And, you know, some people just don't like short-term rentals, right? It is what it is. And they'll just look for excuses. It'll make stuff up. But if you have security cameras and noise monitoring where you can take screenshots or PDF reports or whatever, like, listen, like, this is what actually happened in my unit. I don't know what they're talking about. You can kind of call people out on their, on their BS. Absolutely. So there's multiple uh, benefits to it. And that's why we always keep uh, the data right now in, in perpetuity, really. So as soon as you install the device, you're going to have that historical data forever going forward. Yeah. I think it's guys, like it also with, with the noise and the, and the party thing. So if you do want to submit a claim for a party, think about how great, in addition to the pictures, you can show them like, hey, there were all these devices in there. We send them all of these messages. This is all the camera, camera footage, right? Because people are like, Airbnb doesn't doesn't pay out on claims. I'm like, no, you just submit a shitty claim. Like if you submit a solid enough claim in the right amount of time, and again, I'm super grateful for Christine that is now part of our team. She used to work for Airbnb, thanks to Mark. And like, she has helped us get more money on claims just because she knows how to submit them well. And she knows how to like articulate them well. And she knows all the evidence that we need. And again, guys, like if a thousand three hundred bucks is an average occurrence for a party, that can really hurt your pockets if it's unexpected. So like, yep. don't, don't chip out just because you don't want to get a noise monitor sensor. But yeah, I mean, if you're a listener of this show, you need to have those three things in place. Because part of the reason why E and I do this show selfishly is because the more people that we educate to do this business the right way, the less regulation stuff that we have to deal with. So like, we're just trying to help as many people as possible set up their systems the right way so that they don't cause issues in their neighborhoods and they don't raise flags to the local governments and everything else. So it's like your responsibility as a part of this STR community to do it the right way and to have full control over your properties. And the benefit to you, especially if you're growing like a management business, I can tell you for a fact that I sucked at sales when I got started in this business. Like I was an accountant. I didn't know how to pitch this. Like I didn't know how to close deals. I didn't know how to like talk to owners, whatever. When I put together a one page PDF that showed owners, here is how I'm going to take better care of your property than anybody else. And I broke down and showed screenshots of the Wi-Fi locks and how we can revoke access, the security cameras and the noise monitoring system so that we have more control over their unit than a long-term renter would. That one document started closing me deals left and right by having that one pager of like, why, how am I going to be able to manage and take better care of your property than anybody else? I mean, like the, 
me and Mark Simpson were talking about something because we were sending out some marketing. And I was like, Mark, it feels like this is missing, missing the mark. No pun intended, but it feels like we're missing the point. And, and he goes like, yeah, there is no what's in it for me in any of this. Meaning anytime you do anything, like you present to an owner, you present to a landlord, you, you present to anybody, what's in it for me? If you don't hit any pain points, the fact that they have agreed to a meeting with you already means that they're interested. If you can convince them the first time means that you just haven't brought the pain points that are meaningful or important to them close enough to them for them to feel it. And that's, that's all you need. Like, you know what I mean? And it's all sales. Like sales yeah. is always a game of like, can I understand what your pain points are? And again, like that's salesy or not, if you're, even if you're not salesy, but you're like hit on two out of three pain points that they have, you're like, dude, this guy was a little dry, but like he understood what my problem is. Like, let's, let's go with it. You know, Not to mention the, the beauty of it, that if you can say, we're going to care enough about your property to cover things like monitoring for noise, for motion, for occupancy, for security, for glass break recognition in case somebody busts in. They don't know that you're getting that for 10 to $15 a month, depending, <laughs> depending on the plan that, that you go with from someone like Minute. So it's a, it's a pretty solid deal for what you get versus, versus what you end up paying per property. Exactly. And on top of that, if you're listening and you've been at this level of the show, you know, you're supposed to charge them a technology fee. So you're not paying for it at all. Yes. So like there is literally no reason at any co-hosting, like no reason guys. And like, again, like your technology stack, you have to charge it. You have to charge it. Like that's, that's your money as a co-host or a manager, that little money that you're not charging for is where you're fucking yourself in, in terms of profit, right? Because if it's 25 bucks here, 30 bucks there, and you're not charging technology fees, you're not charging that or this you end up making no money. Whereas you should have most of your expenses should be a pass through until you grow to a level of size that you have a team and employees and office and cars and yada, 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 right? You should be running at extreme high kind of profit margins. My monthly cost per property is $80. So times that by 44 active listings, my monthly cost is $3,520. That's another mortgage. So like, again, as you scale, that stuff matters to ease point. Mm -hmm. But if you just charge a little bit per property, it covers all mm -hmm. those costs for you. And it's just a benefit to the owners and everybody else. Yes. So. And it's cheaper through you than they could do it by themselves, right? If you just go get a, your own PMS and they get their own minute and they get their own thing, they'll end up paying more money. So you offer an economy to scale through you being the, the host and manager. Dude, I'm so happy that you came. Um, walk us through what the options are in terms of like, what packages you offer? Do you have indoor, outdoor sensors? Yeah, we, we try to keep it really simple. So we just have two plans, standard and pro. Most of the listeners are probably going to be interested in pro because the key difference is just the integrations piece. So if you're using a property management system, that's the, the benefit of using pro is we'll integrate directly with it. We'll pull in the data for their phone number, that sort of stuff automatically. That's 180 a year. And then we send the sensor out for free. So, so per property, you're just paying the equivalent of $15 per month for that one. You get the sensor for free. We usually recommend just one sensor per property. Now to your question of indoor or outdoor, I would say that a really, really great outdoor sensor is incredibly hard to build. And that's why I don't think there really is one on the market yet. Mm -hmm. I can't say a ton, but I'll say... We're very close. And um, if you were to stay tuned for the next couple of weeks, you'd probably be really 
um, pleasantly surprised if you're looking for an outdoor monitoring solution. Yeah, because mine but, keeps dying. Like I have one, we won't say from where from, but it just keeps dying. It's like six months worth of battery, lithium batteries, yada, yada, yada. Two weeks later, it's just that. But also here it's all wet and moist from, especially during hurricane season, it's been raining every other day. So it's, yeah, I get that. I will say in, in our opinion, the best outdoor sensor would probably have the same inbuilt battery that would last you about a year as, as our current sensor would have. Uh, I'll yeah, put it that way. Be, be, That's the yeah. best one I think would have. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I don't think people appreciate it and I'm not going to get like super in depth, but if you think of it, there's just a lot more noise outside. So how do you tell like what's a fire truck going by or a really windy rainstorm versus like people making loud noises? So there's a lot more that goes into it than just your typical indoor sensor. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it with that. And that's where I think without machine learning, you're never going to get to a really good outdoor sensor. I mean, even an indoor sensor, I think, requires some good machine learning. But, but I think it's impossible uh, with without machine learning for an outdoor sensor. And I think that's one of the differentiators for us is that we've taken the time uh, in our products to make sure we're using the best technologies possible. That's why we have glass break technology. That's why we have. Uh, a beta of a dog bark technology right now. If someone that's listening has a, a real need for that, um, hit me up and, and we can put you into that beta. It's machine learning, right? To be able to say, oh, that's just the sound of wind. That's the sound of leaves rustling. That's the sound of a truck going by and pull those things out is key. 100%. We got lucky today because I didn't have any fire trucks going by my office. <laughs> I just had a motorcycle. So we, we've got a huge motorcycle festival in town this weekend. So Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Nice. Awesome. Well, um, Nate, before we get into the last question, first, I just want to thank you again for coming on here, sharing this. I know for a lot of folks, this isn't always the sexiest topic, but this is the thing that's going to allow this industry and you to continue growing your business, um, to continue being a good neighbor and staying profitable for yourself. So thank you for doing that. Where can folks learn more about you and what Minute has to offer? Sure. So our website is minute.com. And for those of you that aren't familiar, it's M-I-N-U-T. So just like the word minute, but drop the E. So M-I-N-U-T.com. You can also find us on social media, either Instagram at minutehq, facebook.com slash minutehq. Um, you can contact me directly at nathan.smith at minute.com. Uh, if, you, if you have more than 10 properties, especially, it'd be ideal for us to have a conversation just to talk about volume and and scale and rollout plans and those sorts of things. So feel free to, to hit me up there if you're in the US. Yeah, so yeah, those are probably the best places to find us. We'll be at VRMA conference in Vegas in a couple of weeks. If you'll be there, I'll be at the booth. So come by and say hi. Awesome, man. So the last question that we ask all of our guests, and again, it'll be interesting from the vendor side, but what is your number one secret to success with short-term rentals? Yeah, that is a great question. And I think there's probably a good answer that really applies to both us and to hosts, which is our secret, I believe, is to think globally. For, for hosts, I think we can probably translate that to broadly. Uh, maybe you're still thinking locally, but more broadly, maybe then than you would have originally thought. Meaning for us, that means selling into 100 plus countries, translating into multiple languages, really trying to think of cultural context as we sell and, and decide how our products should work. For, for hosts, I think a little more broadly, uh, thinking a bit more broadly about how what you do affects others. So it's not just you, your business, or even the property and the guest, 
but thinking enough outside the box to think about neighbors, neighborhoods, communities, cities. Uh, our big goal with Minute is to make short-term rentals work for everyone. And I think that same desire and goal translated to host is a great goal to make it work for everyone. And that does include neighbors and communities. So that would be the one secret. I think thinking a bit more broadly or a bit more globally. Love it. Love it. Well, that is the great advice. And also because like it's, it's the key to the sustainability of your investment and your business, right? Because Absolutely. again, like, especially it's different if you own a property because you, you can have an extra strategy, you're just, you're going to sell it. But for us, management in the longevity of how long we have the property is really in the value of how much money we're going to make. There is no point if you do a bunch of work for a property and you create all the systems and then you have it for six months and you have it for six months just because you got two parties in a row that you could have avoided by using any kind of noise sensor, ideally minute in this particular case, <laughs> right? And, and it could have been all avoided, right? So like nothing should be, nothing should be quick. Like don't, you know, like even when you prepare your properties, how you introduce yourself to the neighborhood, like it just don't think short-term because the longevity of your business and creating financial freedom is not a short-term thing. Absolutely. I've heard you all talk about the way that you introduce yourself to the neighbors whenever you're moving into a new property. And from our standpoint, I've loved to see that because I think that's super key and it's a really good strategy. Appreciate you guys having me on the podcast. Just want to say quickly, love what you all do. Um, e, it was great to meet you in more of the regular context of, yeah, a, of a demo in the yeah. past, but it, it's great to, to talk to you as well, Mike. I've listened to your podcast for a while. It's definitely inspired me to want to reach out and begin doing some short-term rental management as well. So I've been looking into that and the info you guys have on the podcast has been awesome. Awesome, man. Well, thank you. We appreciate you. And for all the listeners, thank you guys so much. Um, and if you're getting value out of this, the only thing that I would ask, small thing, just leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify or anywhere else because it helps uh, bump us up in the algorithm and share the episodes with more people. So we truly appreciate that. That's it for this week, guys. Hope you have an amazing week and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.